0: I am so thrilled about this weekend because I really believe that God has something in store for every single one of us. Okay, so I want you to have expectations that go through the roof. I want you believing God to do great things in your heart and in your life because he is definitely not done with any of us yet. Uh, Those who who are with us for the first time, I pray that you're feeling right at home. I pray that you're feeling like you're with family because believe it or not, we love you already. We're already on your side. We already believe the best about you, and we're trusting for God to pull out of you everything that is in you. So whether you're here at Bishop Arts or in Antigua, wherever you are, we're all one big family uh, this weekend. Now, speaking of uh, all of us growing, I have a beautiful little girl. Uh, she is three years old, and uh, she wants to be a big girl. You know, She wants to be a big girl. So, you know, whenever you kind of want to get her to do something, you're like, hey, are you, are you a baby or are you a big girl? I'm a big girl. I'm a big girl, Daddy. i big girl, Daddy. Yes, yes. Because well, she wants to grow. Even my 8-year-old, he wants to hang out with his older brother, the 13-year-old. He wants, to, he wants to grow up. All of us, even this weekend, you're at church not because you want to be less but because you want to move forward in your life. You you want to become who God is calling you to be. You would not be here this weekend, I think, if you just wanted to be the same. There's at least an inkling in you saying, I want to develop, I want to grow, and I want you to understand I am committed. We as a church are committed not just to your present, but also to your future. We're committed to who God is calling you to be. We are definitely not committed to your past. That's over. and some, Can I get a big amen for that? Some of us are like, thank you, Jesus, that passed under the blood. But, but your present we have to deal with, and your future we definitely have to deal with as well. And I want to do everything in my power to make sure I'm speaking not just to where you are, but also to where you're headed. And if I can continue to do that, I'm just trusting that we as a church family will be who God is calling us to be and step fully into us being conformed to the character of Christ. If you have your Bibles, open up with me to Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10. Hopefully I can find it. Matthew, Mark, boom. Mark chapter 10. We're going to begin reading in verse 17. Mark chapter 10, verse 17.
1: Teacher, he declared, all these I have kept since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said, go sell everything
0: you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven.
1: Then come follow me. At this, the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth.
0: The title of this weekend's message is Let's Go Shopping. Let's go shopping. I, uh, I, whenever I take um, the kids to the store, or my wife and I take the kids uh, to the store, if you're in Antigua, El Mercado, to the market. Uh, whenever you take your kids uh, to uh, the store, at least my kids, anyway, they want everything, 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 everything. Okay, so uh, if whatever is in right now, right now, Marvel superhero stuff is in big time, right? So Black Panther. Wakanda forever. You got that. You've got, you got Hulk. You've got all types of Marvel superheroes. And my, my eight-year-old. Oh, my daddy, 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 daddy. Daddy, 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 daddy. You feel that? You feel that? That's my life in Target. That's my life right there. I want this. I want this. I want ooh, I want this. You walk down the cereal. aisle, ooh, and we don't eat junk cereal in our house. My wife has our kids tricked into thinking that, you know, healthy cereal is really sweet. She's tricked them into th- they don't know about lucky charms. They don't know about Captain Crunch. <laughs> Except when mom's gone and daddy kind of gives them a little something on the side. So when we walk down the aisle, they now know daddy, 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 daddy. They want to put everything in the cart. They want to put everything in there. They want to put every toy, every bit of candy. They want to put every movie. I'm glad my kids even like books, so that's good. They want to grab books. They want to put everything they possibly can into the basket. They want it all. They want it all. They want it all. And the reality is they're broke. These kids have no money at all. Okay. My 13-year-old has a little savings account. You know, we're trying to build that thing up. But these other kids... They are broke. My three-year-old, if we lost everything, she could not help us pay one bill. Not one bill. I still love her. But they want everything. Want to put it in the cart. 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 The problem with putting everything in the cart is you and I both know you can't just leave the store or the market with everything that's in the car- cart without paying for it. There will be a moment you will get to the counter, and when you get to the counter, they will begin to ring up, beep, every single thing that you have put in the cart, and then you get to find out, do you have enough money to pay for everything that you wanted We're going to walk through this today because here is this man in this passage of Scripture, Mark chapter 10. And this particular, Mark tells a story that he's a rich man. Uh, Others, Matthew says that he's a rich young man. Congratulations, ladies. It doesn't say he's married. Single, rich, young man. Maybe he's bald, maybe he has long flowing hair. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what type of outfit or what type of where he shops. I I, I don't know. But what I do know, he's rich, he's young, and he's into Jesus. Come on, does anybody want a rich, young man that is into Jesus? (laughs) My mom even wants a rich, young man. That is into Jesus. I don't. I'm not mad at her. I'm not mad at her at all. So, in the Bible, here here is a, a top bachelor in Guatemala City. A top bachelor in Dallas. Here is a young man that is on the up and up. Maybe he owns his own company, or maybe he's just been in management for a while and he is finding his. He's found. He's found his way up the proverbial ladder, and now he's in the C-suites, and he is making a whole lot of money. This guy, maybe he's sharp, he likes to wear suits, or maybe he's so rich he doesn't even need to wear suits. You know that's when you have a lot of money.
1: He is sharp, gifted, talented, articulate, has his stuff together, people at least know
0: who he is. I mean, the man was able to get through the disciples and make his way
1: all the way to Christ. And this man, in this moment, is not just about him.
0: It's about us as well. Here's, uh, I want you to see. I was trying to put myself into the story, okay? I was trying to put myself into the story, and I'm thinking, what happened in this guy's life that brought him to the place where
1: he comes and throws himself at Jesus' feet? What brought him here? Because he's rich and he's young. So, so he has the
0: world in his hand. He, he has individuals that are, are into him, people that are celebrating him, people that are patting him on the back. And I know in the story he's a rich young man, but you, we can change it around and say he is a rich young woman, or we can even change it around and say he's a rich old man or a rich old woman. But regardless, this individual has a lot to offer. But what brought him to this place? Because whenever you're rich, it takes a lot to break you down. Come on, don't don't be too quiet on me now. Whenever you have a lot of something, in this particular story, we're talking about money, but we could be talking about anything that you're rich in. We can be talking about how you are rich in your ability to write or we can talk about how you're rich in your ability to lead. Or we can be talking about how you're rich in your ability to dance. Or we can be talking about how you're rich in your ability to go to school and do well in school. We could talk about how you're rich in taking care of the family. We can talk about how you are rich in a host of different ways. And whatever way you're rich, you don't usually have a whole lot of humility in that area. I, I, I'm good here. I, I, I've, I've, I've got this figured out. You can't tell me anything here. Now, if you're a great chef, but you're a terrible mechanic, then you're willing to listen to people when it comes to cars, but you might not be willing to listen pe- listen to people when it comes to food. Why? Because you're rich. I know that. I, I know I know this area here. I've got this: Mind your business. <laughs> Leave me alone. I've already raised five kids. I know about kids. I've been married for this long. I already know all about marriage. This man's rich. I wonder what brought him. What brought him to his knees? What brought you to yours? What was it that switched in your life that brought you to your knees? It could be the economy. It could be someone that you thought would be with you forever, and that individual turned their back on you, and you thought you would be married forever, and now you are alone, never thought you would have the D word in your life, but you do, and now you are not rich in an area you used to be rich in, now you're poor. That will drive you to your knees. I like talking to people um, who ha- seemingly have it all together. I like it. Like they haven't gone through enough life yet to be humbled. I like those people. Because <laughs> they're so haughty. I think they have it all
1: together. But one disease. Just one. Just One can take the strongest of men and women and bring them to their knees. Just one bad business partner. Just one. You don't need a
0: lot. You just need one. Just need one that's shady. One that's that's not full of integrity. One that's not filled with character. Just one. Enough to take it all out. And I'm talking to people, and I see them, and they're like, oh, I got it all together, and I'm this, and I'm that. And I go, oh, I just pray. I just pray for you. I just pray for you because I know the grace of God is going to arrest you one day. I know the grace of God has a way of just meeting you exactly where you are and allowing the, the turmoil of life to somehow come your way so that you and I can be reminded that we are but dust, that you and I don't really have it all in and of ourselves, that we really are in need of each other, and we're definitely in need of the breath of God filling our lungs. It just takes one moment, but God is so gracious to keep on going after us, even when we're rich, even when our bodies are strong, even when everyone's patting us on the back, even when everybody is celebrating us and we think we are the center of the universe, God is so good to say I love you too much to keep you that way. My grace will pursue you till I bring you to a place where you get up from your desk like this rich young man, gets on his private jet and finds where Jesus is. And he gets there as fast as he can. And here is this man now running, the rich man now running, the one that everybody's celebrating now running. The one that everybody knows now he's running, now he's running, and he's running in his suit, and he's running in his expensive shoes, and he is running, and he is running, and he gets there to Jesus, and he does not walk up to Jesus and just give Jesus a business card and say, Hey, Jesus, give me your contact information. He gets beyond the pleasantries. You read the scripture, what he does when he gets to Jesus is he runs and he falls down on his knees in this moment. Follow me, camera. Follow me, camera. Follow me, camera. I'm going down. I'm going down. I'm
1: going down. Gets down on his knees. Teacher, tell me. Tell me. Tell me. I'm looking for life. Because I've got money, but I don't have life. I've got popularity, but I don't
0: have life. I've got people celebrating me, but I don't have life. I've got individuals that know my name, but I don't have life. I've got people that are wanting to date me, but I don't have life. I went to a great school, but I don't have life. Would you please give me life? Life, I want it, I want it, I want it bad, I want it bad, I want it so bad. I'm willing to get down on my knees in front of all these people. When I'm used to leading boardrooms in this moment, Jesus, I'm, I'm okay getting down on my knees because you've got something that I need. I just appreciate, I appreciate somebody that is willing to, to go to the source. Because there's a lot of counterfeit sources out there. There's a lot of places we could run, and there's a lot of places we do run. How real can we get right now? How real can we get? How real? Man, 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 there's a lot of places we run to find life. And the crazy thing now, you can look for it on your phone. Now You don't have to go someplace else. You can just try to find it on your phone, and we can try to live vicariously through other people that are living the life that we wish we were living sometimes, and we find ourselves being jealous about somebody else's life instead of living our own life. Look how many likes they got on that picture. Maybe if I posed that way, I'd get similar likes, or maybe if I dated a person like that, I would get similar likes, or maybe since I'm so alone, let me go ahead and get this fake version of intimacy called pornography, and let me just connect myself with that, and let me try to find life there, and even when I'm tempted to do it and then do the thing that I'm tempted to do, I feel guilty after I'm done doing the thing that I was even tempted to do in the first place.
1: But I'm looking for life. I'm looking for life. Here's
0: this man. He's Jesus, Jesus, I... Need it? Come on, come on, give it to me, give it to me. I need a hit. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> tell me, tell me. Is it in a bag form? Where does it come? Tell me, tell me. Tell me can, I, can I take a needle? You tell. Me. I did, I've done needles before, Jesus. I'm willing to do another needle if that's what it takes. Yeah. I, 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 I I'll do whatever I need to do to get. This. Tell me what I need to get this life.
1: I want it. Do You see here, verse 20, after Jesus says, hey, hey, uh,
0: keep all these commandments, to do all this stuff. Jesus is saying a number of things, but, but one thing for sure, he's saying, hey, live your life in alignment with God's way. Live your life in sync with his path. And the, and the young man says, whoa, 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 I've been, I've been doing that. I've been doing it since I was young.
1: Uh, yes, maybe he's relieved. Maybe he's like, oh, okay. Well,
0: I'm better off. <laughs> I'd have to run down here and ask you for all this stuff if I've been doing what. I... <sighs> Let me take a load off. I'm good. Yeah, I've been, going to, I've been going to church since I was a kid. Whew. All right. Whew. Is, that, is that what it was? That's all I needed. I don't know why I got myself and all worked up over nothing. I, that, that's all I needed to do. All I needed to do was be nice to people.
1: <laughs> I'm nice. Or, or, or maybe, maybe he's not thinking that at all. Maybe he's thinking, man, I've been checking all the boxes, but I still am looking for life. Like I, I'm serving. I even, I even give money. Like I, I I'm not a mean person. Like, I'm doing all the right things. But I still feel like something is missing. The Bible says Jesus looked at him and loved him.
0: At all of our locations, look at the person next to you say, Jesus loves you. Look, look at the person next to you. Look at the person next to you say, Jesus loves you. Come on, tell him. Tell him, Jesus loves you. If you're married to that person saying, I do too,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> then kiss them. Okay, okay, if you want to, if you want to. We believe in healthy marriages in this church. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus looked at him, not mad at him. Jesus did not look at him and shame him. Jesus did not look at him and put a guilt trip on him. Jesus did not look at him and condemn him. Jesus looked at him and loved him. Are you with me on this? Jesus looked at him and loved him. The reality is the desire that the man had in his heart, Jesus put it there in the first place. It wasn't the guy that was so good. It was God that was so good that he even got the guy to get to that place in the first place. So now that God has brought this man to this place right here, he looks at him and he loves him and he says one thing. One thing you lack. You're trying to put eternal life into your bucket. You want connection with me. You want to give it all. Okay, okay, one thing you lack. There's something that's holding you back. You're shopping. You're shopping for eternal life. (laughs) But there's something in your way. And the thing that's in your way... I'm not even gonna tell you exactly what it is. This is I'm just gonna give you something to do.
1: This is what I want you to do. I want you to sell everything. Give it all to the poor. Then come and follow me. He never says to the man,
0: hey, your money's a problem. He never says that to him. He just gives them an opportunity, asks him a question gives him an objective, and the man, read it, read it with me, the man goes, his face falls.
1: Verse 22, he went away sad. Why? Because he had great wealth. How do you know what God might be after in your
0: life? The clue is, What you cling to when he is trying (laughs) to help you step into the next place that he has for you? What is it that you want to hold so tightly onto? Because there's some things you let go real easily, and you think, "Oh, I'm so spiritual. Look, I let go of my time. I let go of my time, but your time's not a god to you. So that's not even hard." It's not even hard, okay? I give my money. That's not even hard. You're broke. (laughs) You're like, oh, I don't care. I'm broke anyway. I'm already negative. Some of you that's not, some of you have a lot of money. That's not hard. It's not hard for you to give. But there could be something, and the Lord will ask you to do something, and what he's after is that thing that will be an idol in your life and in my life. And whatever you and I are clinging really tightly to, that's the clue. That's the clue. Hey, 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 hey. You want something? You want the next level. You want, I want the next level for you. I want the next level for you. But you're not going to get past this register if you don't pay for it. Let me go back. Let me go back to let me talk about us. Let me talk about us for a second, okay? Okay, let me talk about us. Uh, marriage. Okay. I want a I want a great marriage. I want a great marriage. I want a great marriage. I want a great ma- put it put it in there. Put it, put it in. Okay? You want this? you, you put it in the cart. Jesus, I want a great marriage, okay?
1: I'm going to run and I'm going to fall at your knees, okay? Because once you get to the register, you got to pay for this.
0: You're going you're to have to pay for it. And there's a lot of people that say they want a great marriage, but they don't want to pay for a great marriage. This, i'm trying i'm not trying to be mean i'm just trying to be real okay i'm trying to, trying to be real here i'm trying to be real because because it's one thing to want it and it's another thing to pay for it My kids want a lot of stuff at the store, but they don't have any money to be able to pay for it. So they're throwing a whole bunch of stuff in here, and they don't have the money to be able to pay for it. And if you're praying, God, bring me my husband. God, bring me my wife. And I want to have an amazing marriage, but you're not willing to pay with your pride, then you don't actually want a great marriage. Because in order to have a great marriage, you're going to have to be willing to lay down your pride at the register because you can't have a great marriage and your pride too. And I don't care how dramatic you want to be. You can run at Jesus, fall on your knees, cry a bunch of tears. You can weep uncontrollably. But if you're not willing
1: to pay with your pride, But if you do, if you are willing, if you are willing to say, oh, it's not about me, it's not about me,
0: it's about him, I'm going to lay down my life for you. If you are willing, cha-ching, 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 I You don't even know the joy that is headed your direct. Now, you can be fully complete and whole. You don't have to be married to be whole. Okay, single people, you're still whole. Okay, a person, Jerry Maguire was lying. They don't complete you. Okay, Jesus is the one that completes you. Jesus wasn't married. He was just fine. But if you do want to be married one day, if you want to, if you are willing, if you are willing to get to that register, and lay down the parts of you that you're like, this is just how I am and my family, and you're willing to lay down that stuff, you can have a marriage that will blow your mind. You will have more joy, more life, more excitement, can I say, more sex than you ever even thought possible. All in the context of God's beautiful design. Am I being too real for y'all? Come on, this is fun. I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time this weekend. Give me me something else. Give me something else. Give me something else. Oh, I got health.
1: (laughs) I want to be in shape. Put it in there.
0: Put it in that cart right now. Put it in. Yes, I want to be in shape.
1: Do you really?
0: Let me show you all something. Let me show you all something. Uh, once you get to the register with whatever you have in your cart, you will be hit with what I'm calling the scale of want. The scale of want. Okay? Okay? The scale of want is this. On one side of the graph is you want it,
1: but you want it to cost you nothing. You don't want it to cost you anything. And you will gladly receive it if it costs you nothing. Or, 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 if it costs you little. You're like, yeah. I'll pay a trainer. I'll go to CrossFit. I'll stop eating cookies every day, all day. (laughs) I'll do it. So it goes from cost me nothing, to cost me a little, to cost me a lot, to cost me everything. And you and I have to decide at the register. Where am I at on the scale of want?
0: Because there's a lot of people that want it. I'm even going to tell you this good news. This is good news. Um, This is a sign of growth for a lot of us, that I want to want what God wants. That's a sign of growth. Because remember, you didn't didn't care at all what God wanted. You, you, you could care less what God, it was all about what, eh. get me on that dance floor, get me with that man, get me with that woman, get me that money, get me that career, get me that, get me, get me, get me. It's about me, it's about me, it's about me, it's about me. And then one day God grabbed a hold of your heart and now you actually want to want what God wants. I want you to celebrate that you're at least there. Praise God for that. Praise God that you even want to want what God wants. We applaud you. We cheer you on. But now that you're there, now that you're there, now that you're at least looking and going, God, but put it, I want to put in this cart what you want me to put in this
1: cart. But there's, there's, there's a sign of maturity, though. The sign of maturity is when you and I say, hey, I, I actually...
0: I want what God
1: wants, and I'll gladly sacrifice for it. So get me to the register. Because if God is calling me to start a business, then whatever it's going to cost, I'm
0: willing to do it because there are people's lives on the other side of it. I got to tell you, give you something free real quick. I've got a salvation box up here. And I want you to throw this in your cart. And the good news about this one, when you get to the register, they say that one's already been paid for. Okay? (laughs) So you don't, you actually don't get to add anything to that one. And that's the most expensive thing on the shelf, okay? This is the thing that costs more than everything else. And it's on the shelf and it's available to all of us. And when you and I grab it and put it in the cart, God says, my son's sacrifice paid for that. I will put that in the bag for you right now. You are free to go. This provides you access to the healthy marriage. This provides you access
1: to all the other things that God has for you. But these other things, you want great friendships? Put it in there, yes. But it's going to require
0: some of your time. It's going to require your feelings being hurt. It's going to require you and I being willing to trust people again. And if you want to have friendships, but you don't want to trust people, then you on that scale of want, you're all the way over here saying, I want it, but I want it to cost me nothing. Last verse. I'm all done here. Last verse. Proverbs. No, it's not Psalm. I'm all over the place. Psalm 37. Psalm 37. Psalm 37. Let me find it.
1: Psalm 37, verse number four. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Many people have taken this verse, and they take it, and they say,
0: I'm going to delight myself in God, and then he'll give me whatever I want wrong interpretation of this verse. This verse is saying, delight yourself in the Lord. This is actually Yahweh, the personal name of God. Be drawn in to that intimate relationship with him. His arms are open wide for you. And even in this time of 21 days of prayer that we're in as a church family right now, I I want you to keep pressing in. To him, I want you worshiping when nobody else is around and turning on some music and sitting there quietly and writing in your journal and opening up your Bible. And we even have on our website how you can even pray for an hour. If you want to just do five minutes, just do, start somewhere. But we've got all of that written down for you. Delight yourself in the Lord. Fall more in love with him. Let his love grab a hold of your heart. You're responding to his grace and him pulling you closer. Delight yourself in the Lord. And what happens then is he switches your desires to be in alignment with his. That's why you get what you want. Because I'm wanting what he wants. What if we were a church that was not just all about what we want, but we were a church that was delighting so much in our loving Heavenly Father that we had our hearts shifting and changing, and we began to look at life differently, and we began to want what God wants. That's what he wants for Bishop Arts. That's what he wants for White Rock. That's what he wants for Antigua. That's what he wants for every single one of us. Let's go shopping. And I'm praying God gives me the insight to put everything in this cart that he wants me to even put in the cart. And then when I get to the register, I'll gladly sacrifice whatever needs to be sacrificed for the cause of Jesus Christ. If you wouldn't mind, church family, do me a favor at all of our locations. Bow your heads for just a moment. I ask you to bow your heads, not because it's mystical or magical, but just so that you and I can focus for just a second. If you're under the sound of my voice, you've never given your heart and your life to Christ. You've never made him number one. You've never made him first. You've never made him boss of your life. But you've heard this message today, and you know the grace of God is drawing you close to surrender your life to Christ. Maybe you're doing this for the first time, or this might be a re-surrender for you. But regardless, I want to know, do you want to respond to his grace? Say yes to salvation and new life. If that's you, you're under the sound of my voice. You've never given your heart and your life to Christ. or At one point in time, you did, whether you're at Bishop Arts, Antigua, or at White Rock, or even online right now. I want to ask you to do something simple, but something incredibly bold. On the count of three, I want you to shoot your hand in the air and say, yes, that is me. I want to give my heart and my life to Christ. Ready? One, two, three. Just shoot your hand in the air. You're saying, yes, that is me. I want to give my heart. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to make him number one. I want to put him first in my life. Put them first. I'm going to ask everyone at all of our locations, put your hand over your heart if you would not mind. And I'm going to ask you to repeat this prayer out loud after me. Say, dear Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I admit I made mistakes. And today, I give you my heart. I give you my life. Give me the power to live for you. In Jesus' name amen and amen. Lift our heads up. Let's clap our hands with enthusiasm at all of our locations for all that God is doing in every one of us.